Start recording now, Tony. Welcome along the Muscle Hustle Podcast. I have dosed with a cold. He's and having heard. Tony's in a haunted house in Dundalk. <laughs> I'm Dundalk her for the for the next couple of days. So I'm down mining a puppy. Uh, it's a 10 week old mini palm and it's it literally is just a lunatic so yeah we're we're rolling with us anyway uh, so you will hear a bell jingle throughout that's so that i don't stand on it because i've got big clumpy feet so um and i've already near stepped on it about five times and i do think if i step on it it will be game over before it's even started i'm semi-nervous to where it's actually went in my line Right, what are you that because yeah no that's right uh, sorry right well let's let's dive in then so everybody listening i apologize for any inconvenience uh I've got, don't worry i've got quote of the week i've got everything lined up nice and nice well we start off with the quote of the week will we if do you think so i i sometimes don't mind waiting a couple like sort of wee bits what have you week. been doing this last week me fuck me if i could tell you one thing i've been chasing my tail and i've had an absolute siege with a fucking house i'm cracking up <laughs> uh so where do you hear this right i had a house agreed right right really i'll be honest at a, at a two-bedroom house agreed for sale for 91 grand okay yeah took it off the market paid the deposits paid the 400 pound mortgage fee okay yeah right and then i got a phone call two months after right and i was like i paid before christmas and the message me going there to end of february hey look this is a nasty divorce and the wife actually wants to put the house back up on on the market and i goes right and they goes but we're not going to accept any bids for it we're just putting it up to to show it and then we're going to take it back down i goes right dead on Anyway, so they put it up for two weeks, brought it back down, then rang me and goes, look, that's it, sorted, the house is yours. Rang me back yesterday to tell me that some somebody has put on a bed for 94 all of a sudden that's connected to her that she knows. Right. I thought that, so, technically, so, have you not already bought this house? I have paid the deposit and not paid full for the house, so as long, I don't actually have a written contract. Oh, right. But the fact is, I paid the mortgage, the four or five hundred pounds. So I have to pay because I'm a property business. I have to pay out for a mortgage application. Yeah. So now I'm supposed to be out four or five hundred pounds just because they they haven't got their shit together. So I was sort of like, I'm sort of in the middle of like, do you whenever something got frozen, I was just like, fuck me, like like, don't give me your word that the house is mine multiple times, and then yeah not get, it's just one of them things where like this is just typical and the only reason i'm saying this is because this is one of these things where your emotions can come into it quite a lot and you'd be like you know what this is unfair and that is literally just life like the shit like this that happens you but clearly like everywhere. the company should cover that 400 pound that's what i'm gonna do so i'm contacting cps about it now soon so uh, it wouldn't what, it wouldn't uh, be the first time that's happened like I'm sure. Yeah, but they're saying that the mortgage, uh, the person applying for the mortgage, they, that's the mortgage broker's responsibility, that if the mortgage doesn't go through to transfer to another mortgage for me. But the problem is because it's an application for a business uh, property company, you can't transfer applications. Like you can't, it's, yeah. it's a one-off for that property. So I'm going to ring after this call and I'll update you next week on what happened with that because I was, you know what it is though, this, that, that complete decision by them will come down to morals of whoever's doing that, not... Because they don't have to refund me that. That's that's my money. I paid for it. Uh, they have no legal obligation, but it, it it will be a case of, like, if if that was my business, I from a moral standpoint, I'd be going. They're making an extra four hundred pound now anyway because they're getting an extra three or four grand. Yeah, because the house is up. So he goes to me. It's not about the money. So whenever I ring him, I'll just go. Well, if the money doesn't matter, then you should technically repay for my mortgage application yeah. because you said, and I guarantee you, he'll be like, uh, 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 "Go tongue twisted." I would, I would burn the house to the ground. 
uh, is in what fucking later up later up Newry style no way I've said the name and all now la. no <laughs> Newry, way people know what's me Newry style get you and the boys down we'll see anyway but that the only reason I want to bring that up is because yesterday you can get in a bit of an emotional tizzy about that sort of thing and it's very important to yeah but it is it's very important that you reset yourself and just realise that like you are going to get that everything's going oh, to funky dory and then you're going to get slapped in the fucking face multiple times and that's 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 really the way the like life works and everything like everything will be going fine and slap i got a big slap in the face the other day everything was going fine i flicked up instagram and you were doing videos about how to break build bigger calves it's a beautiful tip though did you like the extra inch in the naked woman tip yeah um good tip on there like don't be honest it was, oh, well, it's a good tip, but clearly you're not following it yourself. No, but that's not the point. And then I went on, <laughs> I went on to Helmy's, thinking, geez, you know, tag Helmy and go, he should have done this video, and his aren't much better. Helmy's are good. Well, maybe he's just not flexing them in the pictures. He's got massive legs. He's fucking big boy. He's like, in four weeks. The amount of people he's texting me going, who's this Helmy boy? <laughs> like, well, I don't know. The uh, amount of people he's texting me from Wednesday. Onwards, I don't know what she's put up maybe on Wednesday or Tuesday. I got at least seven or eight messages going, Who's this Helmy boy? It's like, yeah, I don't, I don't know what to no tell you. I've only tagged him on my Insta story. We only met, we met a couple of times, but I've only tagged him once. Yeah. And we went for a dip in Malahide about, fuck, it must be two and a half, three years ago. I'd say it was the last time I tagged him on my Insta. So loads of people wouldn't know we were friends close yeah yeah uh, so then a lot of people were like what the fuck is going on here yeah but a prime example is and this is a really good way to do this now this is probably not the most common business decision but i wrote down a list of coaches i think i could work with and then i wrote down a list of coaches that i would not like to team up with somebody else and compete against me and right. he was the only person on the list that i was like oh i would not like to face him in the long run he was on both both lists he was only on that like, like he's the first person the only person that came to my mind in Ireland that I was like if he joined say somebody like me I'd be like ah oh, shit is he a good coach? yeah he is he's very good don't get me wrong he's, he's quite a bodybuilder style but he doesn't really want to coach competitor stuff but I'll be interested to see what he does he's competing at two bros now at the end of the month two in bros. London so uh, that's like a regional qualifier for a pro card so I'll be interested to see who how was the two bros last year? fuck everybody one of them remember. big one of them big YouTubers just remember. very very big show um, that's good no a lot anyway. of people a lot of people caught people's attention um, something different something different oh Jesus a phone call there we go guys I'll have to sorry. edit that out <laughs> no fuck me sorry I apologise phone call in the middle I'm actually going to turn this on mute now um, no that's good that's good it'll be interesting to see where the something different where it takes you it's just, it's it's nice the rival the muscle mentors you going head to head with the boys I think they're more like coaching coaches. We're going to be more coaching like uh, good to great rather than from great like to boys like me, like specimens. That's pretty much it. High, high performing athletes that maybe just don't train or be athletic. Maybe, yeah, high performance that are just missing them final few key sort of locks. The main thing that I actually wanted to see, you asked me to come up with topics, and I always sweat when you do this because you asked me yesterday and I was flat out, and I was like, fuck me, the last thing I need to do is spend 20 minutes thinking. So I've asked Tony to come up with a topic and surprise me, so I don't know what the topic of today's podcast is. No. No, you haven't told me. You said I wouldn't like it. I I think. There's Tony. Guess. 
your internet's cutting out there. Tony. Right, you ready? Right, go. Right, so practically, uh, I thought what would be good was not just property because we obviously brought that up, but I thought the idea of investments versus expenses, like money. Right. Either that, or I actually did think about, and this is me being honest, and I know you don't love covering this topic, but I'm dying to cover it. I think death is such a weird topic. No, we're not covering death, Tony. I really like death. We have to, we have to, we can't just go gung ho willy nilly in the death. In a fucking funeral theater, or what's the fucking crack? Do you know what I mean? We're going to have to cover it sooner. Joe and I went to view a house every day for myself and Nary, right? And there was only photos of outside of it. It was on the middle road out by Derrymore, right? Photos look fabulous. It's about 250 grand. I was like, oh, this is nice. This is a great house for four bedroom. Sooner I looked across the road, you know what was outside? It's funeral directors. Right. straight parked across from you wake up you look out your window there it is i wake up at the minute in my home house and i look out the window and it's a graveyard move house boom gonna look at the funeral directors so i was taking it like a sign mickey i was like do you know what yeah that's that's the fucking sign that's what i need you'd be too afraid in that house on your own oh no way that that sort of stuff doesn't bother me at all i actually quite like being i know that sounds nuts i quite like being alone in a great beside a graveyard like that wouldn't bother me at all like what's gonna happen like Right, so what are we talking investment? We're talking investments here. What I was probably going to say is, for example, like, uh, well, we can go over the, the war, we can go over a little bit of oil prices. I've, I sort of lined this up nicely, but so, for example, like, I think too many people look at certain things like uh, expense rather than an investment, and I hate the way coaches throw this about to try and get people to invest in them. I don't mean stuff like that, but I mean in case of, like, do you want to actually spend money on something that actually is going to, appreciating value rather than devalue over time yeah yeah 100 percent. so for example if you buy really really dear designer clothes like they are going to devalue over time unless it's trainers and, or unless it's something like a rolex Daytona or, that has been up like four grand or something or trainers that you're not going to wear no you yeah, can't yeah, yeah. you can't wear the fuckers like but if you're going to invest you can invest in jordans and they will get more expensive when I see stuff like that, though, I think like that, you're buying that as like a ban on hold. You're almost buying it like art. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, no, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're hoping that they don't release anymore. But that's, that's it, exactly. Like, what's uh, the saying about Rolexes? Rich people, no, is it? Rich people buy Rolexes, but real money buy secondhand Rolexes or something like that. Probably is. I honestly think that, like, do you ever see that statistic? It's like 70% of it's it probably more money mindset is probably maybe the, the topic. Uh, and I think this is really good because I've noticed it loads over the last while. Is that I got a quote, I got a statistic the other week, and I thought it was very interesting. And I think I've said it before 70% of all Australian lottery winners end up in the exact same income, like the exact same position within three years. I'd say that's probably most lottery winners. It never ends well for lottery winners. No, like it, it's. But do you know why this is though? I we we went over this in like a discussion. Not not me and you, but somebody else. And it's because if you haven't, not that you have to earn the money, but you have to have a different mindset to stay rich yeah. or stay wealthy rather than just be wealthy. So, for example, like the reason Elon Musk or the reason Bill Gates or the reason them boys are well off, well off or Warren Buffett is because the way they look at money is different to the average person who's on a certain wage and that's not a case of they're they're better it's not it's just the way that they value or they look at money is completely different like if you spend money if you're living a champagne lifestyle on a fucking fast budget budget. eh, that's a quote you can live by then realistically like you're gonna whenever you go up to this like whenever you go up a level you're you will raise that it's like 
the quality of your life shouldn't change massively depending on your income. It should a little bit, but there's a certain level where it shouldn't. I'm going to write that down just, Tony, because that's the name of the podcast. Champagne what? Champagne lifestyle. Buck fast budget. Buck fast budget. <laughs> that could be your next tune. And are you ready for the quote of the day before we go any further? Oh, are we jumping in? Wait there to get ready, man. Is this going to be a good one? I like this one. You'll know this one, though. Did you put effort into this? No, I stole it from a group again. Right. I can't even find it with there. Give us two seconds. This is a bit embarrassing now. I had it two seconds ago. Right. Uh, here we go. If I had eight hours to chop down a tree, I'd spend six hours sharpening my axe first. Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> right. Do you not like that one? No. That's sort of like a work smart, not just hard. Right. Maybe I. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you spend six hours planning, you'll get the job done in two rounds. But who who spends six hours sharpening an axe? Abraham fucking Lincoln. Right, he must have been sharpening his chin. <laughs> um, oh, I don't know about that one, Tony. I don't know. Oh, People, let us know what you think of that, guys. I, I think Tony's Tony's let us down with that one. Why did you like the? You didn't like any of the prior ones either. I don't think you did one in the last podcast, did you? I did it on Zig Ziglar or whatever the fuck he's called. Oh, you did. You did. You had to Google who he was. <laughs> Zig Ziglar. Um, Ziggy. Uh, well, money earned is always better than money, you know, like from a lottery win or whatever. It, I think it has more of a, a meaning if you earn it as well. From yeah, a, and you don't, you don't usually notice if if you know somebody that is, is born into money, yeah. they don't value it the same. And then you'll notice that that person usually spends a lot more than the average person but it's relative like elon yeah. musk dropping a million pound on something is fucking nothing like it's not even it's probably the same as me or you dropping a pound oh, no it's absolutely not you know because relative to the fact he's worth 300 billion you know so a million's like the same as a pound so it's relative that people go oh elon musk has bought a house for x y and z you're like yeah but that's like us buying a two up, two down. You're see Elon Musk's uh, girlfriend. Either, yeah, they're just another baby, don't they? They're not. Yeah, Grimes, she's called or something. Grimes, aye. Like, what the fuck's that about, Lur? Oh, well, Elon Musk, he's a party boy. He loves life. But, like, that's the thing about investing, too. People that, a lot of people that's. Oh, he's broke up with Grimes. Aye, but I think they're not just welcome another baby. They did, but I think he said he's seen Natasha Bassett. God knows, Tony. Um, a lot of people that are investors, like, do you, does people invest their own money as quick as people invest in other people's money? Ooh. I don't know. See, it's tough to know. Like, I think it, it's... It's tricky to call it because investments can come down to anything. Like you putting your money into a house for yourself, like might not be technically an investment because it might not make you loads of money, but it's putting money in a smart place. Yeah, but say like I was to invest in you or someone's to invest in me, is the people that are likely more to invest, is it going to be their own money or someone else's money? You know what I mean? Yeah, I do get where you're coming from that, yeah. I think as well, like sometimes, like, do you ever see, I love this as well. I know this sounds a bit nuts and people don't love this, but I read, it was it was one of the people that was talking about how to how to do well. Like I went to John D. Martini course before 
And he said that there's two main things, obviously, that most people don't take into account. But the first thing, whenever you say invest is an exp- investments and expense, people always think about savings. And you're always told, save, 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 save. But he says, and he goes, right, you need to be saving, obviously. That's, that's fucking straightforward. Yeah. But how much you earn dictates that massively. So yeah. if you're not earning a big wage, you can't see. Like, if you're earning, like what I was in the fire service, say between 23 and 30 grand a year, like you can maybe save 10 grand, 20, 15 grand max, max, maybe, you know, save yeah. 10 grand. And that's fucking a good bit of your wage. But if you're earning 70 grand, it's a lot fucking easier to save 20 grand. Do you know what I mean? It's a smaller percentage. So it's yeah. one of the things where, and I know it's not easy to get 70 grand, but it's one of the things where he, he was highlighting the importance of like, there's only so well you can do with saving and investing if your income is capped or it's low. Yeah. Like you can't tell people to save and invest themselves rich if they're on a minimum wage. It just doesn't work. So that's why a lot of that rich dad, per dad stuff is stupid because he's like, save so much of your wage and put it here. Like that's fine. But if you're only earning fucking 300 pound a week, how are you supposed to save 70% of it? That's bullshit. Yeah. That's why that sort of system of saving and investing makes sense to a certain degree, but it also, it also fucks people over. That's why if you, that's why you can't use savings if you're on a low like a low level to an extent like whenever i was in the fire service i reinvested everything because me saving six or seven grand a year means i can only buy a house every two to three years with the deposit yeah whereas if i level up my income i can buy one every four or five months i can just rattle through them a lot quicker and then that helps me but it's that sort of trade-off uh, it's just something different i just thought it's very weird do you know what is it the only reason I say that is because I feel like money's a taboo subject. If you talk about it, you're a dickhead. And if you if you brag about it, you're a dickhead. I don't think bragging's wrong. But if you talk about it in any sense of authority, you're an arsehole almost. And it's very, very, not risky, but it's one of them things where I feel like me and you talk from a place of like, one, we don't give a fuck, but two, like we don't know it all. Like I've yeah. wasted some amount of fucking money on stupid shit. Like, well, I think a lot of, the, see, it gets, it gets to a point where, People have the, the the taboo subject look on it because there's that many people out bullshitting people. Like we we poke fun like at some like fitness people that are giving people investment advice and giving people NFT advice and crypto advice. And you're like, like you're not you're you're not you're not in a place to be given that sort of advice out because yeah, you're probably exactly. regurgitating revi- advice that you were given or that you've read somewhere. And I think then people then tar everyone with the same brush. And then you have other like scam boys like Grant Cardone and all that shit. And it's given good business mentors a bad name because there's scam artists like that floating about. But that is it though. Like, like, like I think it's at the a minute, thing where the prey on you, the yeah. prey on your insecurities of oh, big time. Is money now. Like you need to be up at five. You need to be grinding your fucking balls off. You need to be. See when I get up at five in the morning, I feel fucking like half seven for me. I feel like I'm ruling the world. Yeah, but like, there's. I, I, yeah. I think half seven is like a good time to get up, and then uh, as you said, it's it's the prey. It's like these coaches, as we've said before, where they 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 almost like try and nitpick your deepest darkest fears and then get you to buy off them. Yeah, like I was the minute I'm training with John Neal, and oh I was. I can't believe you didn't come on me. No, no you so. don't do physical training. I need somebody to boot my hole three times a week. <laughs> I need someone to literally not let me pull out of a session. Shout out to John Neal. For Shout out to John Neal for who's definitely, definitely, definitely earned his fucking money. He is. He is earned his money. Shout out to his clothing lines. Very good. Um, 
But yeah, like I was going to do extra cardio. There's a guy who does like a like an MMA cardio class. He's meant to be really good. So I was like, fuck, you know what? I wonder how much he's charging. I went on. And he had like a, a, a jot form. You know, to fill out. Yeah. But it doesn't tell you how much it is. No, none of them But do. there was one question that fucking annoyed me on the thing. Oh, I know what it is. How is much it? are you willing to invest in your health? Yeah. Not the £400 per month. Four hundred to one thousand pound per month, one thousand to fifteen hundred pound per month, and I'm like, just tell me how much fucking three sessions a week is. See, it's because it's it's because you're taught like because I've been in these masterminds, so you're taught what you're taught is, and I, I I'm gonna be straight as well is that if somebody comes up and goes how much are you, nine times out of ten you'll set price and they'll go not worth it. Whereas if you actually try and get them to see value, so the point is that by value, it's either value or pain points. So you'd be like to them, Joe, right. I but that it, this there's, is there's a clear difference in going, I'm not telling you a price because I'm going to actually help you here and see if this is right for you. Or there's a clear difference in, I'm not telling you price till I get you on the phone and squeeze you for every penny you have. Yeah, but that's the reason the fitness industry is feeling a fucking death at the minute. Terrible. That's why I changed my Instagram bio the other day. I changed it because I was like, this is actually, yeah, th- this is bang on. I che- what I changed my bio? I changed it because it was like, right, what actually stands out? And it goes, the fitness industry is fucked and I'm trying to fix it. Uh, like, that is literally what but I'm that's the reason it's fucked because, no offense to boys, and I've said it before, old Phil turned every good coach into a fucking salesman. And some of the boys that were better sales and better coaching actually did really well out of it, which is fucking astonishing that certain boys that are really, really poor coaches in Belfast, and I, I could name them all, they're fucking cr- like crap, or absolutely killing it because they're deadly salespeople. They're fucking phenomenal salesmen, and they're killing it. And fair play to them, they're making loads of money, but they're not... They're con they're, well, they're, they're, they're not, well, one say, ah, well, no, they are conning people. No, but no, I know what you mean. They're giving cookie-cutter programs to people, they're pretending, and they're saying the words, I don't do cookie-cutter, and that's a red flag. You'd never mention the word cookie-cutter in your life. No. Because it doesn't even... No, it's not in, But it's not, it's not in your fucking wheelhouse. But you know what it is as well? Like, this is me being honest. If you sign up with me, right, and you're an 18 year old lad and you play Gaelic three times a week right and you want to put on you want to put on muscle right and you sign up on the Monday and the following week I three three months later I have somebody sign up and they're 18 years old and they're Gaelic three times a week and I look at their photos and I go fuck he literally looks like the, the lad I had him three months ago and he's actually grew really well not split yeah. he's loved it do you know what I'll just tweak certain wee parts of the split. Like, yeah. I might change this to that for his equipment. I might, you're a wee bit taller, so you might not be doing this movement. You don't like that, I'll tweak. And you tweak that split and you put it in. Now, it's not an exact cookie well, you, cutter. Because right, you go, like, you said that stuff works. like, you need to put extra, um, you need to look extra at your delts, you need to look extra at your shoulders, yes, exactly. where this guy needs to maybe look more lower body. And there is some things where... Well, there's only so many ways to skin a cat, too. Like, you know. Yeah, exactly. There's some things you'll look at somebody and, like, sometimes I run a split with somebody and I go, fuck, he grew so much. And then I'm like, oh, and he he's going in again in phase and he needs to grow the exact same muscle groups. He needs to grow delts. Yeah. So, so hard and arms. Like, it makes sense to give you this split because it's worked so well for the last five people I gave it to. Me not giving you this is an injustice because I remember I was in a gym, right? And we, I was hitting legs, and the, the boy beside me was hitting legs, and he was he, he was going around the same machines as me, and he goes to me, mate, you coach by such and such, and I goes, yeah, yeah, and he goes, 
fuck, like, we're doing the same program. And I goes, what's your weak point? And he goes, quads. And I goes, is that what the focus is? And he goes, yeah. And I goes, yeah, exact same for me. I was like, do you not feel it would be an injustice if he gave you and me different programs? Because we're about the same size, same yeah. experience level. Whereas he just saw it automatically as a, well, I paid for this and it's not personalized doesn't mean it's tweet it means it suits you ah it's not a one size fits all there's too many people no, doing one size fits all he tweaked but the thing is you will find that there's individuals who have to run the same because they've got the same fucking things and it's more optimal but yeah i do agree there is people who are going this is the most tailored thing ever and I, I i know them because they do mentor me what burdens me as well is the amount of coaches that write to me that take payment off people and immediately write to me and go look i have this client where who's fucking like i've had somebody the other week who wrote to me and goes i have a client who's a uh, changing gender like what do you what would you do for the hormones and i was like right i actually do have a good idea what i would do here and what i'd monitor but you should not have took that person on no no fuck way no fucking way i should barely take that person on like and i would say like i'm pretty good with the with what the anti-androgens and stuff is but it's one of the ones where even if it comes to like a even if it comes to like ones where it's like it, like they're just they're not the best person to help they'll not go you know go to x y or z it's just one of the things where as you said but that's where people get caught up it's it's money and it's just chasing it yeah well that's what i thought that, that like I, I do get why the guy had that question in the form i get it but also the guy's a professional mma fighter the guy's experience what he does you don't need to go down a fucking mad sales route to get clients. Like I'm sure he's. Yeah, he's some people do. Like when you do have results, they, they yeah. Don't well, no, he. Else. I think he's got results, but like he's he's fucking. He's in, like he trains. He trains for the best in the world. Um, it just annoyed me that there. Just like mate, I just want the fucking p's and q's. Like, just give me the give me the top end. What is the price? I don't need to do this. I'm too busy for this fucking filling out this form just give me the give me the top end and we can move on we can get in for a few classes and i can start swinging a few kicks at you you know get these big legs moving <laughs> could be a professional fighter by the it's end of the very month interesting industry it's one that i just want you the one thing is it's probably one of the most vocal on instagram facebook and it's one of them things where as well like there is certain things that i will be telling coaches to do whenever i start mentoring them joe yeah you will have to lean into pain points to get people to come on board but i always say whenever you do that with somebody you're doing that from a good intention like i had somebody the other week right i had a female who was scared of signing up because she was like oh do you know i've been on low calories for so long and i don't want to build up and i just goes to her just gonna be blunt as fuck with you you're gonna sign up now or you're gonna sign up in a year whenever you have a meltdown yeah I goes completely down to you. I don't. I don't honestly give two two fucks what you what you do. And this is not me being cheeky. I'm here to help you. That's as blunt as it is. Come on board. We're going up in calories. Don't come on board. You're going to come on board in a year anyway. Pay probably more because I went for a price increase, and you'll be in the same position for another year. And then she was like, "Fuck, do you know what? You're actually bang on right." And I was like, "Yeah, that's not me grilling you for money. That's just me going to you. That's exactly what's going to happen. That's me actually looking out for you because I wish that." me whenever i was younger i wish yeah. a coach went to me look you're leaving me in eight weeks you've only done eight weeks you've learned fuck all you're going to spin your wheels for two years because i did and then i went back to the exact same coach saying because uh, i had learned fuck all in two years and actually got smaller do you know what i mean so you sometimes the harsh truth and a wee bit of pain is the best thing for somebody to change it's catalyst yeah i've heard some horror stories now of people that went too far 
there is ones where people, the first question they ask you is, do you have sex with the lights on and all? And you're like, fucking hell. Jesus, do they? Yeah, like I know, I know Sarah Maloney in Dublin, not her. She, she, she doesn't do her sales calls, you see. I had a... Sarah Maloney, I think I'm friends running through. So she's called Sarstry or something, S-A-R-S-T-R-I. So I had uh, a friend actually ring up this person, right? And a man answered the phone because it was a sales call. And she was like, hello? And the man was like, hello, yeah, it's me, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, well, I was thought I'd be talking to Sarah. And he's like, no, I'm part of her sales team. And he said, like, the first three questions he asked her was, how do you feel about yourself in your clothes on a day-to-day basis? When's the last time you felt good in a bikini? And the third one was, do you have sex with the lights on? What the fuck? And it was very, very thing. It was very, very blunt. Now, don't get me wrong. There was obviously small talk before this. Yeah. And a wee bit of lubing up. But like, that's the general gist of the conversation. There was, now, don't get me wrong. He didn't say it in that exact one, two, three formula. There was a bit of like a, oh, hey, how are you? Look, I hope you're good. Look, how, what do you want to achieve? And then it's like, these are our three questions to get you to squirm to pay us. And I think, I think the coaching was over £2,000 for three months. Jesus. But the thing is, he's obviously he's obviously getting people enough pay, and he's obviously getting commission off the sales. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. There's nothing wrong, in my opinion, if you're an unbelievable coach and you're paying that. Oh yeah, yeah. And there is no don't get me wrong. When you're paying, when people are paying that higher money, you do need to get real insecurities of them to give money. But there, there's a there's a clear difference. Like that that same girl just turned around and goes like, that that girl turned around to me and goes, Tony, I earn two thousand two hundred pound a month, like, and that's a good wage. Yeah. And she was like, that's a full month's wage for me. Like that is a lot of money. Yeah, for somebody who I didn't even get to talk to, and it's just like fuck. Now I'm not bad mouthing that person. I'm just I'm just saying what I've heard for the grapevine. Is that but true like, or not? You know, the, make up your own decision. But it's yeah. one of them ones where I, you hear stuff like that, and you're like, fuck that. That is, I've I've been, and I guarantee there'll be men who've been on calls with PTs, and it's been like, fuck. You know what? That's actually not me. Like, but it it comes down to the same thing, sort of same. But this where there could be a crossover in my industry and your industry. You pay more money for the better DJs. 100% no, quality. I, if I want to go to a coach, well, I'll go to you, like, I'll go to John, but you don't do physical training, right? You pay for what you get. But now, sadly, because of boys like you, that's, I'm going to give you a compliment here, I can't believe it, that is like a shining light in the industry that's doing well, there's other people that's grabbing your coattails. That because you have done so well, the people are start because you might be a wee bit out of some people's price range, they'll go to the next one down and then they might not be that good at all but they're starting to get loads of clients because of it you know what I mean like I see loads I see loads in the industry that are like it's, it's not like the the industry started all doing well together so when people everybody like most people now you go into the gym all have a coach like almost every person in the gym has a coach now. It's very, very big. I wonder is it gonna is it gonna be like a continually like where Well we like, can't have talked about in our master, podcast. About when I've been in masterminds, like the more and more you're in them, the more people are like, it will just become where people are just paying for it. They don't even look at it like an expense anymore. It's just like oh, I'm coached by I'm coached by there's no people doing it really by themselves anymore. See it was always a thing in other countries. It was always it's big a in thing. Australia, the states. It's big, and it was even bigger in England. First. It's bigger in it's London. Like everybody in London's got a coach. Yeah, so it's one of them things where I wonder though is I, this is what. But I is there a bubble? Is there a bubble? See, this is what I was trying to. So this is one of the reasons why I was saying that whenever me and Helmy joined, I was like, 
I don't know if it's a bubble. I honestly feel like this is just something where, like, I can't see in my honest opinion. It would be a bubble if society changed the the dynamic of that. You know, and the, like this may be an honest. So when my mum and dad were younger, nobody wanted a woman who had arsed tits. They just wanted straight up and down. Yeah. Uh. Then the eighties and the nineties came, and I think people just wanted tits. Yeah. And a skinny stomach. And now the the the, the naughties have came and went, and that was like a bit of ass and a bit of tits. And now it's like. How big can your ass be? How big can your tits be? How, how big can your can ass be? But how big can your waist be at the same time? Oh, that's it. Man. Yeah, exactly. How big can your ass be? How big can your tiny can your waist be? Tits are still in fashion. <laughs> it was like the eighteen hundreds, wasn't it? Like you weren't taken serious unless you were a big fat man. Like all the people yeah, of power were big fat men. That's why. That's why if you look at like uh, the pictures of like Greek uh, people that were rich, yeah, they're getting fed grapes and they're massive because. In old culture, the bigger you were, the wiser and the richer you were. Like if you yeah. think about it, what is body fat for? It's for you to not starve and live longer if yeah. you run out of food. So the fatter you are, technically, the longer you can live, and the <sighs> fatter you are, the more that shows that you have the actual wealth to eat. Yeah, yeah, that's it. A wealth to eat. I remember. Yeah, so, that before. Uh, but it's one of the things where I think as well. I don't know if it's an exact bubble, but me and Helmy had this chat the other day, and I was like, Joe, it could just go, like I say to every coach, and this is one of the reasons why I got into property, right? It's the exact reason, safety, because the coaching industry, I don't think, I don't believe health and fitness will dry up, but I do believe there will be a change in direction somewhere down the line, right? Yeah. Now, there is going to be low-priced people, there's going to be high-priced people, but for me, what I think it really needs to stand out is, me and Helmy were talking about this, is we were planning to do an education portal within the next year, right? Yep. And that's going to teach people that are in the gym to go from day one to where you are pretty much good to compete. Now, you would need a coach, obviously, but it's one of the things yeah. where we want to bring you from day one all the way through to like an, a very decent experience level, like a very high level to where you could almost coach your, you could coach yourself and others and rotate splits. And that educational portal will be your way to learn rather than a group where you're getting wee bits and pieces and you're you're sort of having to pick things up yourself, like where you're actually taught from the day one to the full way up, like experience, skill level, movements, programming. Now, not a really intense course, but just a layer up of education. Do you want to go along with your training? Yeah. And I was like, I think that is the next step. Whatever that becomes cheap. Yeah. And there's results proven from that. You will get an onslaught of people. The problem is nobody's really solved that. Liam Norton tried to solve it where he's got like a calorie calculator and he gives out plans. But the problem is it's not structured enough to suit everybody. It only suits a highly advanced individual. Yeah. So the thing is, it's trying to tailor it for everybody. And I believe that's what. And the Liam Norton, the app that he does. Yeah, it's called BioLean. Like it gives you calories and stuff, but it's not great. Like I've used it and I didn't like the way it calculated stuff. But like I feel like that is where I will go down the line because I feel like. That's probably the most affordable way for everybody to do because somebody could pay you you nineteen eighty nine a month forever and have access to all that, all the videos, new training blocks, everything. Yeah. And reasonably, if they keep learning, they should be staying. Yeah. The only thing that you don't have with that sort of thing is accountability. Yeah, that's the thing. But then I think that's what a lot of people pay for. That is what people pay for 100%. Like, loads of people know they should eat healthy. Loads of people know they oh, should Oh, everybody train. knows they should train and eat healthy. Like, but, why are you paying for PE sessions? Yeah, that's the thing because you need someone to fucking reaffirm it every few that's days just, when you go off the rails and i think that's why a lot of uh, like educational portals that i've seen only target really advanced lifters because they know they're the only ones that are actually motivated to stick for it whereas if you're a brand new to the gym joe it's very tough to be accountable if you haven't got the habits yeah. you build your habit you, we build our habits and then our habits build us now i don't want to make this just a fitness one what would you say is the very best investment you've ever made 
in um, yourself or like a property no, or myself, a myself. I um, feel like in yourself is number one yeah uh, the more money you put into yourself in terms of not just getting your hair cut now I do believe and this is me being honest I believe a haircut is not an expense it's an investment if you feel good you look good you perform better and that's me being honest and that's not me fucking up I'm a barber big shout out to Johnny McMay um but it's me being straight. Like if you actually, it's like Joe, if you're selling selling something at doors and you yeah. show up and you're in a shit suit, yeah. Versus if you're in a fresh suit, yeah. you just come across real. It's the exact reason why, like, you don't go into boardrooms and shy clothes. Yeah, uh, well, invest in yourself. I think's always the best investment anybody one. can make. Um, to better yourself, whatever. I think it's but definitely my best investment for for my career was invest in myself, invest in money, and invest in time. Time. Um, I love that. I love that. I think that's um, more important than money. Investments see, don't have to be money. They can be the time of your day you're putting in. Yeah. Well, that's why I think your best investment's got to be all the hours you put into DJing in the first three, four years. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's it's and even like investing, in missing weddings and missing people's parties, missing nights out. Yeah. You know, doing Priority. all the driving, the gigs because we know the gigs a good gig to have, but it's a bit far away. You know what's. Like a lot of, I think that's where most DJs in the club circuit, probably in Ireland, don't treat, don't treat it like a full business. They don't treat it like a career. A career. They treat it like there's a few that do, but they treat it like, oh, this is a great wee earner for me. But they don't treat it like, oh, this is who I am. This is what I am. This is the brand. This is that. That's why, when it comes down to club wise, I'm the only one that's really doing Ibiza year on year yeah but then like during the week there somebody asked me about you know how do you how do you, it was actually John asked he goes like, how do you go around getting all them bookings in Ibiza and I'm like you know what John I don't really know it just came out of hard work but I don't know actually the one reason there is no real singular reason I they just came knocking and that would have been a build up of all the other work together but I actually, like, you'd have to ask them why they booked me. Because I really don't, I don't really know. I think they booked me once and I did a good enough job and I just kept getting booked again. But there's no, like, standout moment where they go, oh, fuck, right, yeah, you did this. That song went big. This happened. So they booked you. I just think it was a culmination of just hard work. The harder you work, the luckier you get. Why was that not your quote of the week? Because I made, I didn't make that up. That's a famous quote. You don't make like any that. of these quotes up. I I like that as a as a general saying because like you'll always uh, hear that. Like I do believe, but you I make your own luck. People say you make your own luck. You do one hundred percent. And I have a real bad habit though, and I I don't believe in superstition, but it always happens to me. And it fries my fucking head. Bad luck comes in three for me. Does it? All the fucking time. It really melts me because. I'll go looking for th- see if I get one bad luck and then I'll be like it'll never happen I always get a second bit of bad luck and then I'll always always look for a third bit of bad see, luck just get a fucking minus mind- that's a negative mindset that's a mindset thing 100% but you know what it is it's frustration because I always get one really big bit of bad luck a small bit and then an even smaller bit so it's always just like fuck me and then it starts to go back to good it just fries me whenever I get two because then I'm almost looking for the third anxiety <laughs> Anxiety, but uh, I agree with you about the investment. I like that idea that investment is not money because as soon as people say investment, every dickhead in the country thinks stocks and shares, including myself. No, Whereas well, time's I your biggest like, investment, I think. I feel like for me, my biggest investment in myself was all the hours that I spent not just in the gym, 
but on YouTube, like yeah. listening to people, like even see, see, even listen to this podcast. Although we talk a lot of shit, there is small bits of gold that you'll get. Like that's all you want from any podcast. Oh, you're, look, you're not you're not looking to revolutionize the wheel. You're looking one small thing that you're like, do you know what? That actually clicks on me. That's good, and then that just builds up like your repertoire of knowledge over time. And I think that is where you get it. Like whenever I talk to people now I haven't seen since uni, they immediately turn around to me and go fuck like you're just really smart now and i'm like i'm not smart at all i'm only good at one thing i'm just really really good at it yeah yeah like i'm only really good at a handful of things and that's me being honest and it's because i don't focus on anything else i'm really good at coaching because that's all i've looked at is fitness and now i'm starting to get really good at like business and like bits and pieces of that because that's all i spend my time on but they overlap everything else yeah like you asked me to change a fuse <laughs> nightmare you asked me to change a fucking light bulb. But you're also work. not interested in that shit. But you're interested exactly. in business and coaching. And you, that's where I think a lot of people feel in business. They start businesses because there's gaps in the market. But they're not really into it. That doesn't make any difference to me. See that idea that oh, loads of people are doing it. How many people are PTs, right? Uh, How many people have been PTs since I've started? And then I'm not being cheeky. Look at the amount of money that I'm doing. Property, everything. Cream rises to the top. If you're shite, you're obviously yeah. going to be scared. If you're really fucking good at something, you don't have to worry about it. It's one of the things where I get loads of people going to me, I want to start PTing, but there's just so many people that do it. And I'm like, because you know you won't outwork other people is the only reason you're saying that. Well, that's it. Also, you can always tell the PTs that don't like being PTs and don't like being coaches. They're just doing it because, because they're... They don't follow themselves. Yeah, they're just doing it because they're in, they're in the market. You can see, like, the fucking... The Love Islanders and the... You can the even see it in boys that do... Boys that spend more time posting their, spend all their time making like just all they do is spend all their time on sales content and trying to get more money in, or they're just posting constantly. And you go, this person's in the same shape all year round. So although they're saying they love health and fitness and they're loving helping people, and they might be happy to an extent with the weather, they're they're actually not improving themselves at all. Yeah. And that's where you have to go right. Well, this person has got themselves this stage where they can turn around and talk about moderation. But Aye. then they're in the they're in the same position. They're actually still not progressing. So they probably just restricted themselves to get to that shape, and now it's easy to maintain. And then preach about moderation. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It, it's it's one of the things where I think they, I think the fitness industry is fucked. I'm trying my best here, Mikey, but I think it's going on. They're like, I think I might have to move move job. Maybe you'll be the only person left. That's never happening. The king of the castle, right at the end. We Tony, as they call him, as the podcast listeners call. Him. It's good the wee Tony's back. Is that what people say? I love when they say we Tony because it shows they're listening. It shows they're... Uh, you know, it's only took, 100, it took 103 episodes for the we Tony thing to catch on, but it's done. It's fairly caught on now. And he sh- oh, I should have a shout-out. Uh, shout-out to Clodagh Quinn Music. Good singer. She listens to the podcast. Thank you very much for listening. She thinks, you're, thinks we're nuts. Makes her laugh. Um, I'm away to Scotland this week, next weekend, DJ. No, you're not, are you? Yeah, am I? Uh, Saturday. Whereabouts are you? I'm in Fife, a place, a town called... Oh, where Kirk- the fuck is that? Fife in Scotland. Where's that? Kirkcaldy. You don't know what that is either. It's about... Not a mission. 45 minutes from... It's near Dunfermline. Not a... Oh, well, I have an idea where that is. It's over the big Fife Bridge. So, yeah, there on Saturday. So guys, we're gonna wrap it up. Tony's losing interest on his phone here, but it- I'm on my phone because fucking my sister's texting me going, 
well, just pay it. Like, listen to this, right? So she went down to pay for the end part of my house. So she had to pay the solicitor. And she goes, well, I'm in the solicitor now. What house is this for? Is this for 57B Cleavy Road? Cleavy Road fell through for me. What date is it? It's now March. Last August, that house fell through for me, right? I pulled the trigger on that. Uh, uh, now, oh, God, it's 45 Dill Avenue. No, wait, is it 46? Is it 48? Is it 42? Like, it's just saying on the on the like the solicitor I know that like so she doesn't even need to know but just rhyming off numbers here so uh, I need to sort her out there so she's texting me because I'm worried I'm now buying a house that doesn't exist. Well, there you go, guys. That's what happens when you have too much money. That's the that's the that's the takeaway point. Don't have too much money or you buy the wrong house. Ugh, fucking disaster. I'm just gonna you guys have a, a good parties week, guys. Fuck is party? What are you doing for parties? DJ. Where? Everywhere. Where? Saturday, Secrets. Sunday, Hartfield. Tuesday, Hartfield. Wednesday, Secrets. Thursday, Hartfield. Friday, off. Saturday, Scotland. Uh, Dad or Tony, you're making too much money. Me, DJ, every four minutes on repeat. Uh, just to stick on your iPhone and put on a Spotify playlist. <laughs> uh, no fucking hell. When are you taking me into the DJ booth so I can hit most musculars where you well, play? I'll be in a Bifa. Twice uh, in May, once in June, twice in August, in and once in September. June. What's the What's the date that. in May and what's the date in June? Because I don't know. I have my photo shoot on the thirteenth of May. Don't know. After that, it'll be, be it'll be after the thirteenth. It'll be uh, it'll be after I'll the sixteenth. It'll be after the sixteenth. Uh, this is beautiful. Where is this guy? Uh, it is eleventh uh, of June to the fourteenth. So that'll be a week Saturday to Tuesday. So I'll do. I'll be there. I'll do. Ocean Beach and I'll do Eden and then May I'll do the same but only I don't know what dates and then I'll do and, and July's out because I'm on tour with Sunset Bros that's fine I'll be there in, I'm going to go to Spain now at the end of May I think for a month or so so that's that lines up perfectly with each trip I might just go to Ibiza then instead well don't, don't go to Ibiza for a month it's got a good gym set up doesn't it um, I don't know if it has good gyms it has good CrossFit gyms Oh jeez! But I don't. Tragic. But I think the gyms are actually pretty fucking. Blake, right? Poor. They don't maybe pop out for three days just for a bit of. But I think they do have a real good CrossFit gym out there somewhere. But it's, I don't. I think it's a. It's way off Can't the beaten path. Can't wait to do that thing, Joe. Whenever you're in the DJ booth and I put on the headset and pretend to do the Joe, you spin three uh, times. You put your hand up and go. Yeah, you're gonna do that. Do the you spin it three times. You got your left, so you've got your left hand on the left ear oh, phone yeah. of the, and you do the three spins, and then you check to see does everybody love it. Obviously, everybody's loving it because they're off their heads, and then you put your hand up and go ooh ooh ooh. <laughs> hey, you can do that. <laughs> on that bombshell, we'll call her like, rate, review. Right there, will we check? Will we even check? He's been slacking the ratings this last while, guys. I'm just going to tell you. So we're at sixty six the last time I checked. Um, what's this podcast called? Guarantee it's fuck all. Sixty six. Just right. Who gives a fuck about it? No, I give. We'll see. I'll check. Maybe he's are back on the. Maybe you're back on the Apple. Right. Right. What are we doing here? I'm fifty three five stars. Here. Right. Keep rating, reviewing, guys. Keep buying the coffee. Keep giving Tony shit on TikTok. That's all That's I ask me. That's all I ask. I'll take the TikTok shade wire on the fuck. Right. See you later. Repeat. Right.